It's the Duffin' Up Podcast. What is going on, Duff Daddies and Duff Mamas? It is Wednesday, November 23rd, and boy, am I thankful for one thing. I am thankful for the Duffin' Up Podcast. This week, Thanksgiving week, we are here. We are joined by the Irish Chooch himself, Timmy O'Reilly. Timmy, how are you doing this week? Brendan, love the intro. I mean, it is a week to be thankful. 100% thankful for this stuff in a podcast. I mean, I think we're on episode 75, something 76. like that. 75, 75 was last week. We didn't even make a big deal out of it. I kind of felt bad. Wow. So definitely thankful. We've been this far. We haven't wanted to kill each other. I'm sure, I'm sure Brendan wants to kill us because of all the stuff that he tries to plan around us. But my God, I am thankful to be here. Thankful for golf. Um, and, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, life doesn't stink. Life doesn't stink. So uh, let's get on with this pod. I'm happy to talk with you fellas around about uh, golf and, and what else we got going on. Speaking of which, we also have on, I got to think of one. So we have the one, the only for Mike, even though Mike Adams is one of the most common names in, in the United States of America. We yep. have... We've got the Irish Chooch himself for Timmy O'Reilly. Got to think of one for Bry Guy. What 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 do we want? The caboose that hits the ball a mile. What do we want? I do not want to be called a caboose in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Uh, He's I, got I, a huge caboose. The Clean big old caboose. Cleanup hitter sounds a little better. Uh, bat and fourth, I guess. Um, I like it. We got our cleanup hit. Well, you're batting third this week, but we got the cleanup hitter. I like I just, it. I don't like I I don't like to be associated with caboose. <laughs> just decided um but i know what you meant breaking news everyone brian is out on cabooses <laughs> yeah right? cabooses. never ever when he's at the train he is up at the front everyone he is all the way he is sitting right next to the, to the conductor he is up there no cabooses for brian no he's but, got a caboose he's been a catcher ever since the kid he's got a dump truck sitting there on his uh, little <laughs> on his little chair over there Oh yeah, maybe that I mean, caboose. Yeah, I mean, people used to think I, I played hockey because of, because of the size of my my calves, and not my calves, my quads. Um, mm. But I was like, nope, just a catcher, uh, not that cool. But uh, but but boy, for what it what it helped me with the the, the leg formation, surely hurt me in the knee department. Thank God I had those knee savers for my catcher's gear back in the day. I, I probably joined that on halfway through because um, that's when it was invented for the knee savers. But after the fact, I think the damage was done and, and my knees are shot. Can those you imagine? things were monumental, those things, when those came out. Oh, yeah. my God. Can if you imagine, you those... like, kids now, like, if they didn't have the knees? Like, I swear, like, I caught for two years in Little League, and, like, that that helped my my knees grow at least five years older than I actually was. Then combined with football and hockey and lacrosse, yeah, I'm like the knees are just done, though, baby. They're I mean, you hear, you hear stories like Jason Baratek talks about all the time how almost every day he, he he it hurts him to get out of bed. Like he just can't. I mean, he was catching for a long, long career and and, he, and longer than the MLB too, obviously. Yeah. Um, growing to up, to be so. fair, he has enough money where he could just replace his entire knee, and I really think he should probably do that. But yeah, but I mean. I won't have that money <laughs> that there was that, that amount of money down the road. So thank God halfway through the knee savers came in 
Um, and not that it's affected my golf game at all. Speaking of back to it. Um, but, I'm still thinking, Brian, I'm still thinking, I'm thinking I'm, rounding up in the cleanup spot, rounding up in the cleanup spot. We got Brian O'Reilly. How's that sound? That, that can work. That, All right. We'll, we'll work. We'll, we'll, we'll spitball. We'll spitball hmm. afterwards. But, uh, but yes, back to actual, the point of this podcast, which is golf. Brian, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Unfortunate that our guest was not able to make it, but it is a busy time of the year. We got Thanksgiving coming up in a couple of days, um, end of year stuff with holidays and, and you name it. So uh, totally not too big of a shocker. I mean, we left it open, very flexible um, because thankfully we can have a podcast without a guest and we yes. have a great time doing it. So uh, no harm, no foul. We will get, uh, get that guest back on shortly um down the road and i look forward to that that'll be a good one too we 100 percent can have podcasts without guests we can talk about all of our aches and pains and our knees and this this would just be magical but we are in the holiday spirit gentlemen and with this you know all of us have been playing a lot of golf or not a lot of golf it's it's winter time so none of us have been playing that much golf but we do have in, in holiday cheer for Thanksgiving, we have a couple areas where we just kind of want to say, hey, what, what about golf are we thankful for? And we got a couple of other places to go with it as well. So first question in Thanksgiving spirit, Rye Guy, what are you most thankful for out on the golf course? On the golf course. See, this is, this is a great topic. I love it. Thanksgiving just as a precursor is my absolute favorite holiday. Mm. I mean, it's a, it's a day where you don't need to bring anybody any gifts. You don't need to think about any of that prior to the only thing you think about is football and food. More importantly, food on my end, I just love eating and then that's it. Um, but uh, just anyway, but what am I thankful for on the golf course? I am thankful uh, just for the ability to be able to um, get out there um, as much as I want to um, flexibility wise with work and just uh, financially, I'm, I'm, I'm able to afford uh, so many rounds, whether good or bad. Um, it's just great. It's, it's a sport that I love and have fallen obsessed with and addicted to, and I'm, I'm glad to be able to play it um, when I'm able to. And, and being surrounded by the people that I play with because my network is, is pretty large, both family and friends uh, for, for the golf game. So I'm thankful for all of that. I can't, I don't know if that answered the question or if it was more than you wanted to know. No, I love that. I absolutely love that answer. Timbo, we'll go over to you. What are you, what are you most thankful for? Oh, just the game and golf in general. It, it excites me. It is something that has uh, not only helped me um, just personally, but like mentally. And um, I mean, it's yes, it's an obsession, but it helps me sleep at night. I go to bed. I think of different holes. I think of me playing around a golf. It, get, it puts me to bed every single night. Um, I get to, you know, it's put me in a, a group chat with you guys that just is based around this podcast about golf. It's it, my life is revolves around golf, which is wild. And when you don't even think about it, um, the amount of times I just, the amount of hours I spend um, just thinking about golf and 
um, it's, it's kept me sane. It's kept me sane. And, uh, but you know, golf is just, uh, it, it's a wonderful sport. It's a sport that is humbling. It's a sport. It's a sport that is just, it's exciting. It's sad. It's, you get angry. It's, you cover all the different emotions, but at the end of the day, it's just a game and you get to go back to stuff that you truly love, which is, you know, if we're lucky like us, we have family and, and things like that. So, um, it's a little distraction from, from some hard times that in our real lives. And when we get on the golf course, we have some hard times as well. Um, but golf is just, it's a special game. And that's why there's such a following in golf, uh, both, um, you know, following it on. Technical difficulties, technical difficulties now. So what I am thankful for, I will go is, uh, number one, I am thankful for hot dogs slash tacos at the turn. I am thankful for <laughs> that 10th hole, baby, when you're coming around and you know that you got can at least get a, a, a nice glizzy slash taco or a, a cold beer or a cold water for you, Timbo. Um, when you're able to kind of get those drinks and you're able to, you know, add up your score and realize, you know, I didn't play all that hot, but hey, that's okay. We're good on that side. I am thankful for that. I am thankful for my Cleveland 60 degree wedge. That is something that I am incredibly thankful for because boy, has that gotten me out of more trouble than probably anything in the world. I mean, if he was a nego, if he, if my Cleveland 60 degree wedge was a, ne a hostage negotiator, I would get off scot-free every time. Oh, it'd be unbelievable. Absolutely fantastic. And finally, finally, I am thankful for the both of you guys. And I am thankful for Aww. Mike, who unfortunately could not make it. I am very thankful that we are able to do this podcast on an almost weekly basis. Sometimes things come here and there where we can't do it. I am very thankful that Tim is currently sitting in an ambulance in order to record this with us because he hates missing the podcast every week. I am thankful for Brian stepping up when, uh, when we were looking for our fourth man and Brian came in and absolutely hit the freaking golf ball with that big old caboose 330 yards <laughs> oh, God. and absolutely crushed it and he's been i mean i shouldn't talk about brian's caboose because i have a bigger caboose but again we're not even we're focused on brian's right now that's the whole one i don't want to be focused <laughs> on mine at all <laughs> what the heck is this all about focus on your own caboose <laughs> oh man but i am seriously thankful to our you know, 10 to 15. No, I'm kidding on that. I'm thankful to everyone who listens for this. Just so everyone knows, we don't make a dime on off this. We will never make a dime off this. We do this secretly. Well, I won't say that part. Never because, say you never. Know, you never know. Like we could get a 200,000 download and all of a sudden become Joe fucking Rogan of the, uh, of the golfing world, which would be kind of sick. We could go up against the good, good boys. We could have a match against the good, good boys. We'd get our asses kicked. <laughs> But, but anything, anything is possible never say never say never brand look look how far uh duffin up has made it uh, that is true since, since its founding since your your brainchild is put into motion put in tiktok took it tiktok by storm and now the fact that you just returned from a trip with uh i don't even know how many people were there but all those were strangers like mm -hmm. months ago and the fact yeah. that you were there in Orlando, Florida, you took a plane, you purchased a plane, you purchased a golf tournament weekend and a golf trip with people that you've never met before because of the networking. So 
never say never. We'll, we, this will become a profitable endeavor <laughs> in any way, shape, or form, however we can, whether even if that's just gifts through TikTok Live. This is something you that your passion project turned into a monetary earner. Exactly. No, I will say, um, and we will definitely get into get into that on that side, Brian, but I will say, just to finish up, I am very thankful to everyone that listens. I'm very thankful to everyone that, uh, that comes in and watches the YouTube. And I know we got to do a little bit more work on that side. We're getting better at it. Um, my editing skills have gone from absolutely horrendous to piss poor. So we're going to continue to work on that side. And yeah, I think um, just everything about Duffin' Up and everything about you guys coming with me. I remember starting the podcast uh, three years ago by myself, sitting in a room, talking about PGA Tour stuff and not even having a good time with it. And from that to doing this and, and having as many guests as we have on and doing all the networking, I think has just been really, really fun. And I, I am very thankful to everyone that listens and I'm very thankful to everyone that has come on and I, I see nothing, but even if we never, even if, you know, we don't take off and we don't become the Joe Rogan of golf podcasting, I will always have these, these nice Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursday nights with the boys and be able to talk about this stuff. So that's, I talked to one of my, one of the guys that I met, shout out E-Rock, Eric, um, from, from the golf tournament, who is boys. hopefully going to come on as a guest. He legitimately said podcasting is therapy for me. And I feel like podcasting is therapy as well, especially when you make TikToks and people start hate hating you for, for no reason whatsoever, like happened this week. <laughs> but it was uh it was a great, it was a great, it's it's so great to be able to just sit with you guys and uh and do this. Tim, are you on a run? Boys, I'll be back, okay? All right, bye, Tim. <laughs> bye, boys. Oh, protecting us as always. Thank you, Timbo. Unbelievable. Well, as just Brent, I just want to say that was thank you for all those those kind words and and those those giving of thanks that you you just uh, went through. Very appreciative, and and we um, too are are thankful for you to even have us. Um, I'm just I don't know if Tim's trying to talk or we should mute him. All right, and he's gone. And he's gone. Um, but, but yeah, no, it's super thankful. I mean, um, I, I definitely, uh, we are blessed to, to have, um, to keep these, these relationships. I mean, you and Mike have been friends all childhood. And then Tim and I came in, obviously being Mike's cousin coming in and meeting you, um, early on in life as well. And, and so oh, I was just about to say, to I hope you don't say together. meeting you through the podcast. I was like, we've known yeah. each other since we were yeah, like right. Yeah. <laughs> no, if anything, we met at, uh, in Vermont, <laughs> if anything, but, uh, but no, I'm super thankful. And I'm thankful for what the pod has, has done for us and for, for you and just giving us a, a nice time to, to talk. Like you said, this can be therapy. It's basically, I mean, we, you and I, uh, more definitely more than Tim entirely being his profession are on mm -hmm. zoom meetings, Microsoft team meetings, did uh, virtual meetings almost every day, all day. Um, but this is obviously one that I, I look forward to because it's talking golf. It's talking about, uh, that, that work-life balance, talking about the life part of that work-life balance. So, um, and it's a good vent session. It's therapy. We got to talk about it because I, I play golf alone all the time. And, uh, 
and I don't have many people, I, I have plenty of people to report it to, but I don't. And so it's good to hear to hash it out and report it back to you if something happens that I wanted to talk about on the golf course that day. Well, but, uh, but yeah, 100%. I love that, man. I love that. Also, I will say, so one of the guys I met down in Florida, Gene, shout out Gene. He does iRange Sports. Ooh, this was this was purchased. <laughs> this oh, you, you bought was, this that? Is not, this is not no, hashtag yes free ads. Um, but but yeah, he hooked us up. He hooked me up with uh, he got me expedited delivery, which was really nice, so I could use it this weekend with with the fam to play down here. So that was really oh. cool. How how have come? Uh, who are the lucky people that got those for free at the at the Invitational? What was that? Uh, that the, the yeah the thousands <laughs> double digit thousands of. Uh, of uh oh, followers the guys who own it um but yeah no he he hooked me up so i was really happy with that and then Very we cool. uh but yeah so the week before florida because we've been doing podcasts here and there but I haven't even gotten to talk about this i played golf at montgomery hills country club golf club sorry montgomery hills golf club in dubai and yes. it was uh it, i mean dubai is an interesting place the golf was amazing I absolutely loved it there. I cannot wait to go back. I, I really want to go back as soon as I can. But um, what an absolute gem of a course, too. Oh, wow. It was unbelievable. Played from the Blues, which were 7,300 yards, and I somehow kept it at I, – I shot 90. I don't know how I did it. And I had rental clubs. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Rental clubs, they really can – can make or break how, how any of it goes. I mean, it's like, it sounds so silly and it's kind of like you pl- play it, how it lies, play, mm-hmm. play your game. But it's, it's obviously not the same when you yeah. have clubs that you're not used to the yardages, the the shaft even, or, or anything. It's all, it's all mental. Now, exactly. did you bring, did you bring like a golf club in preparation at all? Cause that's always something that I remember to bring like a golf club, a couple balls and tees. I brought a now. golf glove. I didn't bring, I brought some, I brought like one sleeve of balls, but I bought mm-hmm. another set. I bought another yeah. sleeve. I bought another bat box while I was there. Right. Um, no, it was, it was, it was sick, man. It was so much fun. Um, okay. I played with two English guys. So I played with two English guys and a South African guy. We all played pretty well. We had a good time with it. It was sick. I learned so much about the UAE because all of them lived there too. Mm. So I learned so much about Dubai from them. And I, uh, I did all that stuff. I, I don't know how I shot. So with my rental clubs, they were, I had the Sim 2 driver. So I was like, oh, I lucked out with this. Mm. I had Sim 2 Woods. And then I had the Sim 2 Irons, which were fine. Um, mm. You know, they're more of the cat. They're a little bit of the thicker cat. Yeah, I actually had the same exact set uh, when at rental clubs when I was in Utah. Yeah. And, and it was, and those things launch with that yes, cavity they back. Do. They're not, <laughs> they're nine iron. They're, they're nine iron is like a five iron from yeah. 10 years ago. Like, yeah. it's not even funny how different the lofts are. Yeah. But um, did you have a good putter? No, I had the shittiest putter in the world, and that's what kind of fucked me. Well, um, so if I'm being I was gonna honest. say I can't imagine like the selection. There's it, rental clubs in general selection, but for lefties, um, you it sounded like you made out okay, like decent. I did make out okay. I had to call them and be like, "Hey, can I get a lefty set of rental?" Like I had to like make sure I had the rental set, and uh, it went okay. I mean, it was a good round. It was an unbelievable course. Um, it was really funny. There was this house that was on the course and it was on like the fifth hole, the third hole, the, the third hole that we played 
or the fourth hole that we played, which was the 13th, because they put us off the back nine. So it was on the fourth hole, it was on the 13th hole. And this, and the guy from England just points to it. He's like, hey, so that house right there, and it was one of the biggest houses I've ever seen in my life. He's like, that's owned by a Russian oligarch. No one lives there. No one has ever lived there. All that is stored there is all of the artwork that the dude has ever bought. And I was sitting there and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, there's over $30 million of art in that house. And I was like, I, I, I and you're like, and I, now my golf ball is there. Yeah. <laughs> because of a meat Add it to the list. <laughs> that, is a, that is a work of art right there. The priceless. <laughs> it's a priceless work of art, if you ask me. That's right. <laughs> Here comes a Chrome Soft. Boom. Yeah, right. yeah you should put your, put your name on it. But that's, that's wild. I mean, that's, uh, that's scary. I've never seen so much money it's in a it. single place in my entire life. Like, it's, like people were just driving Ferraris down the road. Like I've never, we're in Massachusetts slash Rhode Island. Like I'm in South Carolina right now. We're at Duff, Duff and Up uh, headquarters South in Hilton Head. But uh, like I can count on my hand the amount of times I've seen like really exotic sports cars in Massachusetts just because they don't make sense. And in Rhode sense. Island, because they it, it's not practical. No. It's not, six months of the year, you can't drive it. And the salt from the roads just ero- like absolutely devours the yeah. under undercarriage of the car. I saw... 30 Ferraris and 50 Lamborghinis. Oh, I in bet. A day. Not not to not to stereotype, but a lot of that is oil money. <laughs> it was all Emirati. Yeah, it's all Emirati oil money. It was all Emiratis driving them. It was it was kind of sick. I was like, damn, you, you I I can't believe this. Um that's pretty cool though. But I love Dubai. And then that I played a night golf there. I so I played at a par three course and I played night golf as well. Mm. That was fun. That was really sick. That's um, really cool. I just in general, both even just a part three, I would take, I want to play under the lights anywhere sometime. Yeah, like yeah. it just sounds, I mean, I know, I know the reasoning behind it have in, in Dubai is because it gets so hot. People don't even want to golf during the day. And so that, that makes sense. But I've always wanted that here. Even like, even yeah. if it's just a course that's just open for, for the warm months here, yeah. I, I just want to do that because it, I feel like that would be awesome. It, one opened up all the tea times it would give you mm-hmm. so many more tea times and two i think like these early morning tea times i mean i, I get up for it because it's golf but i i don't like to i like to sleep in <laughs> i like to play i'm a night owl i'm definitely up later than uh than earlier so i'm i, I tell me about that like what what are some pros and cons of that of, of playing at night golf i know you only played a part three so it's tough uh, it's a yeah. small size but still I mean, for it was much cooler. So it was in like the 70s instead of the not instead of high 90s. So that was nice. Um, it it's really cool to like watch your ball. Like even if you're not playing a glow V, like I wasn't playing glow balls or anything like that. Um, it's really cool to be able to like see your ball in the floodlights, and then also like you're just playing on a course that is all lit up. You know what I mean? Like it's sick. So they had another course. They have the Faldo course there too, which is lit up all the time. And I really wanted to try and play there, but they had full tee times. Um, And so I couldn't play there, but I played the par three at Dubai Creek, which was sick. I played the par, I played uh, Montgomery Hills, which was unbelievable. And then I want to go back so bad because there are so many, like they were telling me, like the guys were telling me how amazing all the golf is there. 
And I'm like, I am so jealous right now. Like, I just, I, I wish I lived here, but, uh, but I don't. Now you were there, there, you were there for work. Will you, I was there making return trips. Do you think? Uh, Yeah. So India for work, we were in India for work. And then if we go back, if we have to go back, I probably in like two years, I will definitely be, uh, be making, be making another stop in in Dubai. I will 100% because it was unbelievable. Maybe ship the clubs. Yes, I would. I well, I would take them with me. I would definitely take them with mm. me because we we have to we have to fly a certain class when mm. we fly, not first class, but we have to fly like an upper level class when we do it. Mm. So you get two free check bags. So I thought about it, but since I was in like India, I was like, ah, I'm not going to be playing golf here. But um, but yeah, for Dubai, I would definitely take the clubs next time, 100. I love. I mean, first trip always getting the feelers of of what makes sense to do, and now you're one trip smarter and yep. one more one more step away from golfing with your own sticks in a under the lights i'm in mm. i did that i did that we did that at the flamingo as well but uh we we were able to do a uh, ni- nice little night golf. Oh, yeah, oh, part that's three. Right. so yep. florida does have do, do they have many courses that are under the it lights? was a part three course so not real i mean it's getting a lot more popular and i think it's kind of smart like you can really upsell night golf it's just it's just fun it's just something to do you know what i mean like it's fun and like during the summer you could do it a lot um doesn't cut into the work day no it's not as hot especially in a place like florida that can get pretty hot during the day and no one wants to be doing it the only thing that you need is just like staff is just staff and it's like you're on the night shift you know what i mean you could have them go till midnight basically Yeah, count me in i'll i'll do part-time job i'll I'll be a starter (laughs) The only thing is alligators. You got, you can't have alligators on the course because they roam around at night and they're very scary. (laughs) Get get like a a little, a little taser or something. Exactly. Right. Um, But before we get into Florida, Bry guy, I got to know, have you played, have you played at all? Um, Last time I played was a veteran thing on Friday. I played, um, I took the day off and played, played 18 at a fresh pond in Cambridge Mm, the um, home so course for you the home, home course home course i know and and that that i mean this like i said as as people know i i got the the season season uh pass for the year which you pay up front for non-residents because i'm not a, a resident of cambridge it was uh 1400 for the year and that's unlimited golf um you just gotta obviously and you get to book a couple days in advance than the general public so there's that benefit so i've really gotten my money's worth in, in getting in my rounds and, and trying to break even and I, I definitely have break broken even slash um exceeded um what i paid for which is awesome and that was the goal is just to, to play more golf give me reasons to play but uh sadly yet yeah, that with daylight savings and and just uh frost delays and and the impending snow down the road um whenever that may be could be tomorrow could be uh, two months from now who knows but it's uh, i haven't played as much uh, which is unfortunate and we did just receive an email that um, at the end of this week is the, the last week for uh, reservation, tea time reservations online. And then going forward after after the 25th is first come, first serve, which mm. I don't know what to expect with that because nothing I mean, good, nothing, nothing good. I mean, it's like a, it's it's like a 17 minute drive um, from my my apartment to the course. And so. I, I don't like the, I just don't like the uncertainty of, of showing up and being like, I could wait, I could be here waiting for hours or I could be, go out right away. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I could probably call ahead, but I, I'm sure the pro won't be thrilled with everybody calling ahead, <laughs> asking what the weight is like, but you're not wrong. Um, but I, I thankfully know, know the guy there, um, and have a love hate relationship with him. So <laughs> I may have to, but, it, but it's tough. I mean, end of the year is, is busy for work. And so as we're, it's hard to, to miss a lot of the days that I was able to during the slower months of the summer, um, for golf. But, um, so, I mean, I, uh, I don't know, I, I'm always wanting to play. And honestly, now that we're talking, I may play tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow morning, I got to go online and see what's going on, but probably not. It's, it's busy, busy here. So I probably yeah. won't, won't, won't swing it, but I know I'll be home tomorrow night going to Rhode Island for the, the weekend to, to stay with the parents and, and hang with Tim. Um, and, uh, and with that, whether uh, Chooch and I, or my dad and I, or whoever's around, we can try to squeeze in some round a round or two either on the actual course, or we also have that golf X uh, simulator in Lincoln, which is super nice. That so place is options. sick. That place yeah. is sick. It's we last year. Cause you know how the night before Thanksgiving uh, people go out in their hometowns and they go mm. and it's a high school reunion all the time. And we're pretty over that. So last year, my dad, my brother and I, not, not that my, my dad was coming with us, but my dad, brother and I, um, did golf X uh, golf simulator. So maybe we can make that a, a tradition, a Thanksgiving tradition, because I'm all in. That's sounds like a way better night before Thanksgiving than going out to a dive bar and, and having to recap with someone you haven't seen since high school. Yeah, seriously. Right. And now we're at the eight. I mean, I will say from 20, from 21 to 26, that was prime, like Wednesday night of Wednesday night Thanksgiving week was prime fun. Like that was a very, very good uh, experience. And I used to love going out those nights. Uh, 27, I was like, start, we did something different. Like we didn't go out like to the normal bars. We started doing stuff different. Now it's like, I mean, now I'm down in South Carolina, so I'm not even going out. But like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's it's totally different now. I think I'm, I'm, I'm too old for it. I have officially become too old for it. And I'm yeah. okay with that. I don't okay, even go out Fridays now really anymore. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm only 28. I'm just mm -hmm. like, I really just, I'm so over it. You long work day. It's hard to get yourself to really rally. Exactly. It's, it's, it's too, too much. And it's funny as, as much of a, a social person as I am. And I definitely think I'm a, a, a personable social guy. You're a social butterfly. Don't put yourself down. But You're it, a social butterfly. But it's exhausting. It can be exhausting. You got, I got to turn it off. I got to turn it off at some point. And uh, this is one way I can turn it off is only really making plans with people that I want to make plans with. I yeah. don't want to see Susie from ninth grade who I haven't seen since ninth grade <laughs> and, and have to recap, especially because if usually it's a, a, at a bar and, and they're a little drunk and it's all going in one ear out the other. Anyway, it's like going to the dentist when they, they ask you for a lot of uh, how's everything going. You're like, you don't care. You're just making small talk. <laughs> why do we got to go through this? You're not going to remember this, but exactly. It's like, why are we even doing this? Right. <laughs> right. But, uh, but yeah, I think I used to love going out those times and, and I am a little bit of a social butterfly as well. I feel like, but definitely calmed down on going out because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's exhausting. All my, like all of our friends are like married now. And it's like, I'm like kind of like the last one of the last single ones too. So it's like, okay. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd rather I mean, do other it things. Totally, cha it changes everything. It really it does. It really does. It's it's too. But 
But anyway, like, have you, other than uh, your your trip back, have since you've been back from from all your trips, have you golfed since Florida or India? <laughs> Not since Florida, no. So Florida, we golf. I mean, Florida was just all golf all the time. Um, I am getting out tomorrow, which will be nice. Very I am nice. getting out tomorrow at twelve thirty with the fam. Oh, uh, my dad uh, is not, my dad's kind of recovering from an injury, so he's not playing, but I'm playing with my mom and my sister. Where at? And then Friday, I'm playing with one of my, with one of my best friends, if not my best friend from, from uh, school. Uh, his parents live down here as well. So he's down here for, for Thanksgiving. And nice. uh, yeah, so I'm playing with him. We're going to play at his parents' place, which will be pretty sick. I'm pumped about that. And we'll see if I play Saturday too. I'm thinking about it. Why I'm not? thinking about it why not exactly why not but yeah so really looking forward to to the thanksgiving golf that's the one nice part about being down here obviously you can still play it in mass and rhode island but in new england right now it's a little chilly you know you're waking up and it's in the 20s or 30s it's tough to get out there that early but uh but here it's you know when you wake up it's in the 50s it can get up to you know mid 60s that's that's sometimes that'd be great if it was in the 50s i feel like it's it's rare <laughs> that yeah, is that yeah. that it's one that of. uh that high this that early but oh yeah oh it's great here. we got to power through it's not our first rodeo i know i just it's funny i just um a reminder to everybody who has a short golf season if you have any kind of subscription whether that be with 18 birdies or the grint or my in my case it was arco's golf cancel that for the off season don't forget to cancel and don't 100 those... cancel it save yourself 50 bucks yeah right because those auto those auto renewals they'll get you if you don't if you don't monitor it and um and that it, that's too funny I, I sent the email and it, of course it's never an easy way to cancel it. you can't just click it you got to send an email to their service department or whatever and so i sent my email to arcos and they of course came back with a uh well, uh, we, we can end it. Or if you, if you renew it, we'll add on a special deal. We'll add three more months to your membership for just 50 bucks. So it's, they're always trying to keep you on the hook and, uh, it's no, no, uh, it's no surprise why they do that. And, um, I might, I might be in, <laughs> so cancel your membership unless they come back with a great offer, counter offer to keep you. They don't want to lose you it's just tough yeah i mean i would have i would a lot of the time with those apps the they have like an annual full year membership um but that's that only makes sense if you're golfing 12 months out of the year every yeah every month. and if you pay if you pay for the like 99.99 up front like i can do that i'm cool with it i don't know about you but my worst recurring story ever is i had planet fitness recurring for, I swear, I think like two years after I stopped going to Planet Fitness. And it was like $9.99 a month and I just never checked. And then I looked one day and I was like, oh my God, Planet Fitness is still charging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I immediately called him. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I know no more. I need, I need to organize a lot of that. So thankfully, if you have the subscription through like an app on your iPhone, there is like a place where you can go and look and it lists out different active subscriptions. So oh, that's that helpful. But, um, but that a lot of time it's easy to lose track of track of it. So you don't want to, so keep, keep monitoring your bank statements. And if they're yeah. random things that come out annually, monthly, weekly, daily, uh, yeah, you should probably put an end to that. Well, that's another part too, is I just don't want people, I just don't want the other people to have my bank account. So like, I don't want to sign up for some of those apps. Cause then I, they have my bank number and I'm like, ah, yeah, maybe not, maybe not, maybe we won't do that. Yeah. But yeah. Right. 
So yeah. I can but give you otherwise, a fake email. <laughs> Can't give I you know. my card information. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, nope, no, ma'am. We are yeah. not doing this. Um, but anyways, I think, yeah, that is by far and away my worst one. Uh, not even close. Like I usually almost, and I'm usually so good about canceling things. And that one is just not canceled. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Hmm. It's tough. Oh man. Well, Bry guy, it looks like it might be the two of us for just a little bit. So we'll, uh, we'll keep going with our, uh, keep chugging with our nice little, so we already asked what we're most thankful for on the course. I've got one. That's very good. And I like this biggest Turkey, you, you know, in the golfing world and everyone knows what a Turkey is. It is, it is a, an interesting character. It is kind of a, a dork. It is a loser. Like that is where we're going with the Turkey side. So biggest Turkey, like a jive Turkey from back in the day. Got it. Like personal, not like not professional, but like no personal, 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 personal. Um, so, I mean, everybody's a turkey at some point out there and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm myself, but, um, the, I think just in general, because, uh, it's happened a couple times and I'm going to group them all in th- those randoms that you're, you're paired with that just absolutely act like they are your best friend or anything in regards to like teasing. Like I remember, um, this, what this one guy, we were paired with as our, our random fourth. So it was three of my roommates, uh, myself, oh, two of my roommates and myself. So three, and then the additional random guy. Um, I forget what his name was, but he, uh, he, even from T1, from the second shot hit in general, my roommate, I remember scolded over the green um, at like just on his approach shot, perfect drive, scolded over. And just immediately this guy just goes, um, oh, see ya, bye-bye, see you later. And like, we're like, dude, we like in our head, we were like, I was dying because it's hysterical and it wasn't me, but like just random people you're paired with that feel comfortable enough to say things like that. I mean, I get it. If you build rapport over a couple holes or two, but we weren't on that level. Just a weird thing. Keep those things to yourself. I think that's a Turkey move, but hysterical. I'm glad he was comfortable with us. Um, or just anybody that, uh, is, is kind of unnecessarily rushing you um, when, mm-hmm. when it's not your fault. I think just whether that's somebody in the group behind you with their hands on the hip, when you clearly can't do anything because the group that you're waiting on the group in front of you, but still taking it out on you for whatever the reason, um, mm-hmm. just irritable people in general on the golf course um, mm. without good reason. So those yeah, are turkeys. If, Don't be a freaking turkey. I, if you're, if you're playing, with other random people, you have to be in the positive vibes only crowd. Like you have to come off as yeah. a good person. Like, and it's just what, even if you're not playing well, just come off as PVO baby, positive vibes only. That's all you need. Yeah. I have definitely taken steps towards that. And boy, golf is so much more fun when you just like accept mm-hmm. the things that you cannot change. Yeah. It's wonderful. Especially, especially if you're the random person and they have a, a group of three and they're really good golfers and say you and I are having a bad day or an off day and we're not hitting any shots. Yeah. Keeping up with pace of play. Don't say, oh, I'm going to hit another one. Like, no, know your pace of play, mental clock, whether you should take a drop or hit another one or just pick up. <laughs> yeah. Or take a drop up there. Or, t- you know what I mean? Like, if your ball goes into the woods, don't drop where you were. Like, go up there 
pretend to look like I don't care if you're even cheating really like pretend to look for your ball and be like oh I found it like that's fine right. I don't care have fun with that baby do that right. that's all good right but just have have an awareness mm. keep 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 a pulse check on on how you are don't be a turkey whether you're whether you're a, a random single in a, in a group of four or you are you have all four people that you know and, and you, you put together a tea time. Don't be a freaking turkey because that's what off the golf course is for. You can be a turkey any way, shape, or form in your day life, but don't affect someone's golf game. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. I completely agree. Because that's you. our only release. We're, we're escaping the world full of turkeys to go golf and, and have this escape. We don't need any more. No more turkeys. No moss. No more turkeys. No like, more turkeys. Did you hear that? All the turkeys in South Boston and Cambridge, you're out. You're out of here. But, oh. but, but more specifically, I think Mike Adams is the biggest turkey I know because this man, not for, for this is going to be a compliment and then just a, a wake up call, hopefully. Not that he ever listens, but Michael Adams, you I was going to say that. I'm like, you know, he's not going to hear. Yeah, this. he's not going to listen, but I'll tell him to tune in at whatever time. This, this this little statement, this wake up call is, is Michael Adams. You are one of the, the the better golfers I've ever played with, and with raw talent and and just ability to, to to scramble around a golf course and make some pars and birdies. But boy, I know you just had a kid, but like boy, do 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 you not really put much effort into it? And it's frustrating for me who puts a lot of effort into it. But Michael, would you just show up on time to a tee time? Maybe roll a putt or two before you even tee off and stop putting your shoes on on the first tee? That's a turkey move. Come ready to play and mentally ready because I know you can be a fantastic golfer, even more so than you already are. I know you're already sub sub 70s, shooting sub 70s anyway, but like you could be so good if you just tried you live next one to time for course. me mike one <laughs> yeah. time for me one time, one time. come on come back yeah. to the podcast god damn it right <laughs> god damn yeah. here to defend himself and yeah i was gonna say and a turkey doesn't come to the podcast anymore this man is oh. extended not that we offer it but extended paternity leave is really really wearing on us here <laughs> oh man seriously we we got stuck. Hey, uh, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts stuck us with 12-month paternity leave, and Mike's taking all of it. <laughs> so he is my, if I had to pick one person, he's my turkey of the year. Oh, unreal turkey of the year right there. My turkey of the year is is Patrick Reed uh, for, for very <laughs> obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> but actually, I will say on a, on a, on a level – that that Brian was talking about people out on the golf course the person to me who's one of the biggest freaking turkeys of all time is the guy who only cares about his drive and then if it goes 300 plus yards he's super happy but then three putts every hole and does all this stuff it's like dude go to the putting green one time for me, like go, go take some chips, go take out your seven iron and learn how to freaking hit it. The seven iron is the greatest club that God has ever made. And you shank it all the time, but congratulations. You can hit it 300 yards. And most of the time it's not even in the fairway. It's in the rough. Okay, cool. 
great. Work on the rest of your game. Let's do it. Come on, guys. Like, come on. That's yeah. not golf. If you want to do long drive, that's great. And I fully, fully support you doing long drive. All right. Kyle Berkshire has made a goddamn career out of it. And he's one of the best known golf individuals probably in the world right now. But Kyle Berkshire is also a scratch handicap who, you know, can put actual spin on it and do all this other nonsense too. So let's get out there. Let's go chip some balls. Let's go work on our accuracy. It is so much better to be three, to be 290 in the fairway than 310 in the deep rough. I don't care how strong you are. You're getting no spin off of that. Like let's work on the actual fundamentals of golf. And don't tell me just because you can hit the ball 300 yards, you're going to kick my ass. Great. I don't care. I'm out there enjoying the round. <laughs> so that yeah. turkey right there. And also just because we've been posting about it, not just because I've been posting about it nonstop on TikTok. Uh, any scratch, any golfer who thinks that they can play on the LPGA tour that is not shooting regularly 65 or 66 at their local courses, not even their local courses, but in tournament play too. No, you have no shot. What are we doing here? Why do you think you as a two handicap can go out and play at an LPGA tour event when you're already probably hitting close to the same tees as those women anyways? It's absolutely mind boggling to me the arguments that I've gotten into over the past couple of weeks or the past fucking two days. It's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. We, we've had, we've done great success on there. I mean, we've, we've hit like 300 follow. We've had 300 more followers over the past two days. So please keep arguing about it. Please keep say, arguing about say it. Say it's good, good publicity. But for those, Content who, those is, who aren't on TikTok or familiar yeah. of, what, of what Brendan's talking about, he, uh, he put a, he put a TikTok out there where um, it was asking for a hot take that he absolutely believes in, but may other people may, it might get a rise out of other it people. It was a hot take that is 100% true, but may not come off well. That was yeah. like the sport, is a sports take. What's a sports take that is true, mm -hmm. yep. but will not come off well? And, you, and your take was? My take was a, scra a normal male scratch handicap golfer has a 0.0% chance of making the cut at an LPGA tour. And oh my God, did we hurt a lot of feelings? Like we hurt a lot of feelings. In there. Yeah. Which is, which is great. It just says a lot about the person that it's is upset with your take. <laughs> the funniest part is I know you saw the comments too. All of the guys who are plus indexes or scratch, they're like, Oh yeah, we have no shot. And all the guys who are like six handicaps, seven handicaps, right. five handicaps, they're like, not only do they have a shot, they're winning the tournament. And I'm like, yeah, what are we doing here? There was one guy who was like, are you talking about the ladies tees? Like no one, th those events are 6,000 yards. Have you ever seen the ladies tees? And I'm like, dude, just like, I love TikTok. I absolutely love it to death. And thank God Tim's coming back. <laughs> I think it's a great social media platform. But oh my God, do uh, do one second of a Google search and just be like, hey, <laughs> LPGA tour events are usually between 6,400 and 6,800 yards. Oh, they're not played at 5,000 yards. Yeah, I don't know if a scratch golfer could do this. And it's like, thank you. Also, they're professionals. They go out with a bunch of pals and patty cake around the course and drink whatever they're drinking, whether it's beer, wine, water like Timbo, 
all of this stuff, and they shoot 67 without trying. Speaking of water and Timbo, I'm back. What are we doing here? What are they missing? <laughs> We're uh, discussing. Uh, the We're talking topic. about turkeys of the year. We're talking yeah. turkeys of the year. Oh, oh, good. I'm glad I didn't miss this. Good, good, yeah. good, good. So yeah. Brian said Michael Adams, which which we awesome. wholeheartedly. <laughs> awesome. In general, I said, and he said other. He also said people who take yourself too seriously, or like people who uh, joke around, like are not nice to you when you play with them. Like, and, as but you met him for the first time. Like, like uh, just my example was. We, we played with the, it was uh, my two roommates and I, and then we had a random fourth and uh, literally the second shot, Joey's second shot. He, uh, he was, had a perfect drive in the middle of fairway and he had maybe, maybe one fifty to the green. Um, and he, he scolded it and went flying over and this random guy just goes, see ya. Bye-bye. <laughs> like adios. And we're, we're like, yo, like in our heads, we're like, yo, we are not, we're not we don't know you like that it just yeah oh, we can say it so obviously nate and i were dying laughing because we weren't the ones who scolded it and it right. was the most ridiculous thing but just people who those random random uh people you're paired with that don't know their role their space and their their time to to speak or i don't know but i i i, I power to people who are confident and comfortable with anybody but that's it just that's turkey for me <laughs> yeah, tell me tell me that joey didn't say something back oh, to him but, oh no but, i don't he, oh he, no he absolutely oh well actually i don't think joey did come back but it is something that pretty much every time we're on the golf course it comes up and we mention it like we, we it's a running joke now at this point that it's just hysterical like we always like if someone scolds it we'll we'll wait to, to get a feel on how that person's doing then we'll be like see ya bye bye <laughs> just referring back to the i forget what the guy's name like Dominic or something, of course, but like, we're like freaking Dominic. Bye bye. See ya. It's like so funny, but Joey didn't say anything back. Cause Joey's a nice guy, but, mm. <laughs> and it's, he, even though we played nine holes with this guy, we still didn't feel like we were on the level of where we should, we should give it back to him. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just like, it was like not. an old, an old guy. It was at Norwood, <laughs> an old guy in Norwood mass. Which is mm, that kind of checks out Norwood yeah. that checks out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. The country oh. club. <laughs> yeah. So Bry guy picked that. I picked Patrick Reed and also people who think that they can make the cut at an LPGA tour event when they're, you know, shooting mid seventies in, in real life. So, and then, um, yeah. So Timbo, you just got back for Turkey of the year. So who, who do you, who do you got, bud? So I, I was rattled for the first time in a long time on the golf course the other day we played at valley country club this guy was the biggest ham salami sandwich he was uh so we uh it was me and uh two other buddies uh two firefighters from portsmouth and we're in a threesome there's a twosome ahead of us uh and we're on the third hole so we're on the third hole we finish our second hole we're walking up to the third green uh the third tee box this guy is uh we're waiting for the twosome to go so we the twosome goes um that we they're out of sight on the fairway it's blind blind tee shot so obviously we can't see him um so we're giving him a couple extra minutes this guy and valley country club is one of those uh semi-privates now like they were private mm -hmm. but, but then all of a sudden so the members are kind of salty about like just public coming to play so this guy he's pushing his cart he's got like a joel damon kind of titleist hat he comes walking up and he goes hey do you guys see that foursome uh, up ahead of you? And we look up and we can't see anyone because we let him pass. And we're like, yeah, 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 the foursome's ahead of us. And he goes, 
oh, because I can't see them. Uh, I would I would advise that you guys really keep up with them. We're on the third hole, and then so this guy, one of the guys we were with, uh, he's a hothead, and I was playing great up until then, didn't miss a shot, and uh, but they rattled me. I was like, I said it out loud. I said, imagine being on the golf course, being so miserable. They on the third hole, you're worried about pace of play, and it's a beautiful day out. There's no one else on the golf course. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's where that was going. Um, but so that guy was my turkey. He he just rattled me. He took me off my my game. Um, so that's my biggest turkey. Uh, love <laughs> love your guys' turkeys. It's way funnier than mine. But um, I was thinking, like, does turkey have to be a negative thing? Yes. Oh, turkey's a negative thing. It is 100% a negative. Tur- if you call someone a turkey, like that's kind of fighting words if we're being honest. All right. Like, because I'm listening to all these interviews and all these podcasts and all I can hear is how great Tom Kim was like at all these President's Cup events, how great he is for chemistry, how he's a locker room guy. And he's only like 21 years old. And I'm thinking he's like a turkey just because, um, in, in a positive way. I'm saying nothing negative about Tom Kim because like he is just a jokester. He is a positive turkey for me. I say turkey can be positive. I love Tom Kim and uh, can't wait to see what he's got. Boy, I thought we were about to, that was almost fighting words as the member of the, uh, uh-oh, Bry Guy is, nope, Bry Guy's not frozen. <laughs> Bry Guy was just very still, texting, very yeah. still. Sorry. <laughs> My mom. Um, <laughs> as as the member, as the president of the Tom Kim fan club, <laughs> that would that that could have gone very poorly for you, Timbo. Yeah, I thought it was going a bad way. Don't you I was spear like, his name? <laughs> I was like, don't like my jaw drop. Like, thank God, like there's only one camera on our stuff now because my jaw dropped. Or I, I love was, turkey. Why is turkey have to be negative? I love turkey. Well, we're gonna get into our favorite Thanksgiving foods in a second, but all right. Um not turkey yeah Tur- I, it's calling someone a turkey is definitely 100 a pejorative term well our dad used to call us turkeys and he was like the most he's like the most politically correct guy there is to and, be uh, fair but- that could have been a pejorative term from johnny o when he was <laughs> mad at you so he was basically saying we we're like assholes but he's like you turkeys <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep that yeah no you you that that <laughs> it's a pejorative <laughs> but but as we've uh, as we've grown older he's he's transformed and and doesn't hold back now he now he calls people ass clowns i love it <laughs> hysterical oh papa oh just calling people ass clowns would be unbelievable <laughs> yeah. that's that's an all-time i kind of want to be an ass clown around him just so he calls me an ass clown to my face and then i yeah. can just like walk off and be like victory <laughs> well the first time i i ever heard it i just remember uh when bobby valentine was was made uh, ambassador to Japan uh, under the Trump administration. I told him, I was like, dad, Bobby Valentine. And he, and he just goes, uh, he goes, Trump did that? What an ass clown. It was like the funniest thing. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that guy manage a baseball team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I know. It's the most New England thing. Just even though Bobby Valentine has awesome relations with Japan and, and all that, and he's a great ambassador, but as a Red Sox uh like uh fan bobby valentine is forever an ass clown oh, <laughs> no yeah. matter whatever he's doing 100 <laughs> yep, percent factual statement right there. <laughs> um but yeah so that was i mean that was absolutely fantastic that we got that we got that out turkeys are bad turkeys are pejorative uh speaking of non-pejorative things speaking of very good good things 
uh shout out the good good guys uh with that good good um i should say good good one more time i wonder if just one more two more good good (laughs) imagine us going against them it would literally be the good good guys versus the bad bad guys (laughs) i did see i did see someone had that handle on tiktok bad bad golf i was like that's so smart yeah that's so smart mediocre mediocre i mean to be fair i still think our name is by far and away one of if not the best names on on tiktok and also like as a group i feel like the duffin up boys is a fantastic name it is so funny how many people mess up they're like duffin it golf if you listen to the duffin it podcast i hear everyone say like duffin it or yeah up duffin up podcast y'all duffin up yeah it's like laying up but you're duffin it exactly (laughs) yes duffin up (laughs) i mean technically you are duffin it that's that yeah no but i feel like we have one of the best names out there so i will continue it but tacos the, at the turn. can't forget tacos at the turn that is tacos at the turn yeah tacos at the turn mm-hmm. gives us a run for our goddamn money that's for sure it's a great name oh that is unbelievable shout out, shout out nelson shout out nelson i was talking i've been talking to him all week the did you guys see the uh the resort that he tagged us in he tagged us in the resort post and the resort reached the resort was like DM us when you're ready to take your trip. And I was like, what? Uh, oh. We're ready. We're ready. <laughs> if you pay for it. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Does it just mean you want to help us uh, put together a package with no discount or I will say though, the packages, including flight were pretty goddamn. It. it was like $900, like for some of those packages. I love all inclusive packages because paying for something up front versus getting hit with these random charges random fees yeah random fees it's that like was better yeah. for me mentally to, to be like this is what it's going to cost at least at the baseline <laughs> exactly i don't care if i got to go to the buffet every day i'm fine with that i'm a big boy i can do that but yeah give me the all-inclusive baby but uh it was yeah no that is one thing that i definitely want to look at for for next year is uh, another fucking Mm-hmm. amazing golf trip and boy does that course that course when he said a tpz tpc down there was oh my god we got that it. 17th hole i'm in love Desante bay are you yes. kidding me i'm in love with it i'm in love with it but we'll continue and even though we did talk about tacos at the turn we'll talk about some other food now so we will do a snake draft of the best thanksgiving food known to man and since i usually go first on everything i will not go first tim or you know what brian brian you go first then tim goes first then i go third and we'll snake it we'll snake it that way i'm I'm, I'm picking my number one yep Yep. um because it's specific to thanksgiving i'm gonna say stuffing okay because it's like mash i eat mashed potatoes 24 7 i'm freaking irish so i love mashed potatoes with gravy 10 times out of 10, yeah. but it's not specific to Thanksgiving. So I'm going to go with stuffing as my, my, uh, my number one. I like it. Timbo. Wow. Wow. Uh, that would be my numero uno too, but a close second, a close second. See, I have a, a second one, but I don't think you're going to pick those, these, this one in the next two. So I'm going to say mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, okay. numero, dos. numero dos. Wow. 
I I am so thankful that neither of you picked my number one so that I can pick my number one. And it's not even close, everyone. This is not even close to the, the like, it is one, like all the way down to the floor two. It is ocean spray cranberry sauce is yes. the by far and away the best Thanksgiving food. It has to be out of the can. And yes. The, oh my God. The original form of the can. Yes. Right. If you bring, if you ever brought homemade cranberry sauce yeah, to a Thanksgiving, yours, exactly. I'm kicking you out. Yeah. I'm don't kicking get you out. Yeah. when people get like get fancy with it. We, we want had a the gelatin one time, and someone brought homemade things, and someone brought homemade cranberry sauce. I brought four cans of the ocean spray because I knew someone was going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I brought the ocean spray, the regular cranberry, the homemade cranberry sauce. No one touched it. The ocean spray, it was gone. Hysterical because I had a Friendsgiving last year and someone brought like Trader Joe's, but it was like cranberry orange like spread. And it's still in our, it's still in our our refrigerator to this day. I'm like, we need to throw this out because this is nothing. And Midori's like, no, I like it. I'm like, you don't eat it. We have, we have literally a tub and a half of it because no one wants anything other than the gelatin canned ocean spray or or any other brand but it has to be canned and gelatin cranberry sauce shout out middleborough massachusetts for making that fantastic company by the way oh that is it that is in our home state i absolutely love my it. my have you ever played uh southern marsh the, i've never the played course? southern marsh no yeah is it it's, good it's it's the uh it's one of the courses that um is, is like it's built all around cranberry bogs right there it's oh, a it's an it's an executive course and so every hole you're teeing off over cranberry bogs under cranberry like not under cranberry bogs but in between them it's awesome it's a really cool thing and they they were um they they did a lot of the filming for like the ocean spray national commercials mm-hmm. where you know the, the farmers are out there uh waist deep in the Waist deep in the cranberry bogs. Um, they had a whole ad campaign where they had like people in golf carts in the cranberry bog, like halfway through sunken in the, it's, it's yeah. cool. Um, so definitely recommend doing that, but that's on my bucket list. That I want to be waist deep in a cranberry bog. That sounds unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> and since this is a snake boy, I'm, I think my number one and my number two are the best one, two combo ever. And I don't know if you guys know, I mean, you obviously know what it is, but green bean casserole. Dude, that was what I was going to pick for mine. Son of yes. A yes. I love green I bean. Really, I only really like the, the, the onion things on the top. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like the only part I, I the only reason why I'll have it is <laughs> for those. So, if it didn't uh, have that, I'm out. Brendan, Brendan, so... So cranberry sauce is your first favorite food. Like I understand hundred percent agree with you. Can, it needs to have the can ridges all the way around. It needs to be chopped up, but that's your number one food for Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Really? Wow. You don't eat it anywhere else besides Thanksgiving. You eat mashed potatoes. Like I don't anymore. Like we used to be, a, I mean, we're Irish. We used to be a huge, like at least twice a week when I was growing up, we would have mashed potatoes um stuffing we would have actually we probably have it once a month mm. which was weird it, it, like, it is, we ate, it is like it, it shows it's up a lot strange. but 
I associate um, with Thanksgiving. Or maybe once a quarter. Like, like stuffed if, pork chops. I love stuffed pork chops with stuffing exactly. on top. So yeah. I consider that stuffing. Like mm-hmm. that is to me stuffing yeah. as well. If you if you stuff right. something with it, that counts. Um, when do you eat ocean spray cranberry sauce outside of Thanksgiving and Christmas? It's a good point. You don't. You don't. Maybe Easter, but not really because it doesn't go well with ham. Not like, cool. yeah, no. Or a rack of lamb. Like, it doesn't go well with lamb. It doesn't wow. go well with ham. It goes amazing with turkey, and it goes amazing with roast beef. And that's when you eat it. I you agree. eat it on Thanksgiving with the turkey and Christmas with either your roast beef or your turkey or your, I don't know what else. Be, like, do some people still do duck? Like, stuff like that? Like, I don't know. I but know like Italians do all the fishes. Oh, <laughs> we don't talk about that nonsense. That's fake news. Um, that is that is the worst tradition known to man. I have eaten seven fishes before. Like, the we'll get that to our Christmas episode. We'll go with like most overrated things and most underrated things about Christmas. Thanksgiving, there's no underrated things about Christmas. I mean, overrated things about Thanksgiving because it is the least respected holiday besides like Arbor Day, I feel like now. And it is the greatest. Like I it's the greatest holiday yeah we'll get we'll get through it we'll get through it we'll get through it but yes i am taking ocean spray cranberry sauce absolutely number one a hundred out of a hundred times all right and then green bean casserole great pick great pick oh that isn't it's one of those things you don't really like as a kid but as the years go on i like an acquired taste yes i like it more and more every year but for my next one and I think this one might be controversial because you're going to be like, this isn't a food. What do you put on top of everything to give that food moisture? To I'll give, give that- you it. I'll give you it. 100% I'll give you it. That's If you're, that if you're saying gravy, then yes. <laughs> if you're saying other things, we don't need to talk about this saying, is a family-friendly podcast. If you're, putting milk, <laughs> if you're pouring milk on everything, no. <laughs> but, but gravy, yeah. Absolutely. Even though you even though you consume it all throughout the year, I also associate that mainly with with Thanksgiving. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian, then, you got two. I, mean, I was gonna say a lot. Obviously, all the good stuff has been has been taken. Um, and we're only going three rounds, so we're going three rounds. And then three rounds. Done. Okay. Yeah, three rounds. Because um, honestly, we're gonna run out of food. Yeah, and honestly, uh, I'm gonna skip one of the main ingredients and I'm going to sum it all up because I, I personally actually was put on this duty to bring to this Thanksgiving this year is I put on roll duty. I love a good roll, whether it's a crescent roll or a nice baked roll. Cause I, a lot of the time one during, during the meal, sometimes if I'm feeling ambitious, I'll uh, throw all the, all the essentials, cranberry sauce, gravy, turkey, mm-hmm. mashed potato stuffing into the roll, nice little sandwich. But also if you do host Thanksgiving and you're so lucky to have the leftovers, having the Thanksgiving leftovers and making little sandwiches with good rolls yeah. in the, in the days after. Wow. So I think rolls are a staple and they have to be good. Question. Yes. Do you consider biscuits as part of that? Because if it's biscuits as well, like that, that is, I mean, rolls yeah. by itself is a great pick, yeah. but if you're considering breads, like just as one big, yeah. like, and includes biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, yeah. a yeah, I could see it. ballpark. I could see that. that is a home run. I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've ever done that. Um, 
down like here in South like, Carolina, yeah, they don't do like crescent yeah, rolls. Like they, they love it. Yeah, they love their biscuits. Yeah, yeah. but um, but a, a big one that is honestly one of the hardest things to cook in the world are those crescent rolls, Pillberry crescent rolls. It's so hard not to burn them. They burn. <laughs> So if you quick. are 10 seconds over, it's a, it's a hockey puck. Oh yeah. And so I, I mean, they're great because they already taste buttered, but boy, yeah. are they hard that it, it, you can't put all your rolls in one basket. If you will, you can't put all your eggs in one basket because if you burn them, you're screwed. hundred <laughs> percent. You need a backup plan or just get good at, at, at making those. So yeah, that's, I think that's my, uh, my, my number two, because everything else was taken. Yep. Now you got number three as well. Snake draft. Number baby. three. Then I guess we'll come in with Turkey. All righty. <laughs> there we go. Um, that completes all the things that I will have on my plate. I mean, I always throw in like squash or something, but it's only yeah. I, for the novelty. If, if, if I didn't nab it, I wouldn't, it wouldn't break my, my Thanksgiving. So Turkey rounds it out for me. Gotcha. I, what, do, what should we give Tim? Do we give him sweet potato casserole or squash? Uh, I think, I'm trying to think of what he, he would go for. Carrots. Like if you do carrots and maple and like maple uh, oh, I think, brown I think, sugar. I think he has, he likes those little onions, you know, you know, like the little creamed onions. onions. Yeah. He likes creamed onions. He's one of the last people on earth that yeah. likes creamed onions. It's like, all right, Tim, we'll give you creamed onions. He can't hear us. He's currently driving an ambulance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know it won't come up on the podcast, but just watching this is hilarious. Um, so. Tim goes creamed onions. I am going, and I don't know if I can do this, but I'm going to do it. Apple pie. Apple pie. Okay. Yeah. That I'm works. going apple pie. I, I, Not I am going cake. two sides <laughs> and cake. directly to dessert. I, I don't mess with squash. No. That's, I, don't I mean, mess that's, with the, next, sweet potato that's casserole. the next logical step. It's the next logical step. You got to go to dessert. And exactly. And what do you have on Thanksgiving? You don't have cakes. You have pies. No. If you bring a cake, if your birthday is anywhere near, even if it's day of, it's not your birthday. It's Thanksgiving. It's Don't make rough, this about yeah. you. I, rough. It's a yeah, rough day. Now, do you, Brennan, going into your meal, I don't know uh, what you do on Thanksgiving, but do you eat breakfast? Do you do you intermittent fast beforehand so you can eat the most at the dinner? What's your, what's your, so, what's your plan? So this is interesting because this is the first Thanksgiving where I'm on my kind of um, uh, where I am on my uh, more restricted foods uh, diet just because of like um, uh, uh, health reasons and everything like that. Nothing bad, nothing bad. Every everything's fine. But, you know, we're just kind of doing a little bit better and we're doing a little bit of a, you know, have to cut down on some things. So. Um, I used to eat a decent sized breakfast, probably around seven 30 in the morning mm. and then like go back to bed. Basically it was like eat breakfast, go hang out, do some nonsense, maybe go back, nap a little bit. And then like nothing, like absolutely nothing, like drinking water, like making sure, like drink a cup of coffee, at, at least one cup, maybe two cups of coffee. Kobayashi shake. <laughs> oh yeah getting that out and then oh yeah that is uh but yeah so that's interesting um but yeah i used to do that i used to take it a little easy and then you know have a have a decent size not a huge breakfast um but have a breakfast and then yeah lunch and dinner we crushed well lunch and dinner is one 
And then, oh yeah, the unbuttoning afterwards, sitting on the couch and unbuttoning the pants was a great, was, it's one of the best feelings in America. I'm glad that that was brought into light because everybody was doing it. But now that it's like a funny thing, a novelty thing too. To, yeah. That, now that it's a well-accepted thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. That Honestly, or, the, or the stretchy pants or. Yeah. Or our yeah. cousin, our cousin was the first one to do it. Cause she, like back when we were in teenagers, like she just wore, like it was a style back then. Like you wore like painted on jeans that yeah. had no get. Yeah. Uh, remember like that was yeah. like 2007 yeah. 2000 like, jeggings style. yeah oh yeah that was before jeggings that was like right before jeggings where you had like the tightest pants known to mm. man yeah oh yeah and right. she would just go onto the couch and just go and and like so then everyone else was just like okay <laughs> yeah right i mean who, who are you trying to impress it's, it's like your family My i feel like, I, yeah. feel like I, I, I know it, it's sometimes uh we we have to dress more formally yeah. uh, for one side of the family than the other just just based off of how everybody else dresses in age groups but i'm i want to wear my my joggers i think i'm mm. gonna try to put together it, i mean i have my my lulu pants that, that are my go-to's that are stretchy but oh, yeah i might i might try to work in some some joggers maybe get some jeggings or pajama jeans <laughs> i mean golf i will say golf pants true unbelievable true. to wear yeah, like I wear my, I'm sure you're the same way, Bri. If you have to go into the office, golf pants. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I have meet, if I have like client facing or not client facing, but if I have like important meetings where I have to like dress up right. golf pants. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they look as, as legit as, as slacks. I mean, they look all better, my, yeah, I all my, like. my, I was going to say my, all my, I've, I've found, I was gift gifted the Lulu pants, the ABC pants, and those are great. And then I fell in love with them. Best pants I've ever owned. They are pricey, but I bought two other colors because I'm like, I don't think I can go back to normal khakis. <laughs> like I yeah. can't, it's, it's just flex comfort durability. Unfortunately for your boy over here, when I walk yeah. into the Lulu store, they're like, okay, you need to leave. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. And they're, they're but, like, we don't sell anything above a 34, sir. And I'm like, before, okay. Oh, but before I discovered the Lulus, yeah, it was golf pants. My Adidas, oh, yeah. my Adidas golf pants for sure. Yep, so that's yep. a great alternative. I, I completely agree. Oh, golly. What an amazing Thanksgiving episode we've had. Yeah, I agree. We did not think it was going to go this well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's we're we're always we're always talking shop. We love it. Oh. It's great side guys being dudes. I um, wish Tim would just make a little bit of noise just so everyone could see that he is just chugging in that ambulance right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's so funny, but legally he's not driving an ambulance. Legally, he's not <laughs> driving anything. Legally, yeah. he is he is sitting still uh in the passenger seat, not touching anything. <laughs> exactly but but no this has been an awesome awesome meeting um hope to maybe i mean you'll you'll be you'll be uh in massachusetts this whole weekend oh no i'm in i'm in south carolina oh you're in south carolina oh gotcha i'll be back next i'll be back on monday though so oh, okay you know so we'll be we'll be around i told tim we got to do this year is the year of winter golf content and yeah. i'm very, very yeah excited. we gotta hit up uh putt shack um which is the, the indoor mini golf course in, in the seaport we got to hit that up and uh and also the five iron indoor simulator coming when it comes through. in right because or, or honestly just go to yeah patriot place and go to that 
that uh was it lucky strike what is that mm-hmm. um or or we sneak on to to closed golf courses and we just yeah. videotape ourselves doing stupid things for sure timbo's oh. back timbo was not just driving an ambulance Tim he was in content. the passenger seat legally he was in the passenger seat he was doing nothing uh but yes you know i'm very happy that he's back <laughs> back back ready for action sorry about that boys i was listening the whole time thanks for picking creamed onions for my thing that was very disappointing that's <laughs> like my my aunt it's like the only time the only thing yeah. but anyway i know exactly with the little parsley on the side yeah yeah there are very few people you are like one of the 15 people left that. in america who truly enjoy creamed onions uh but um uh wednesday's looking good tomorrow's looking good i don't know if you guys are around or have a half day or something would love to get out there for like a, a noonish something round. i don't know but um, but anyway, it's supposed to be 50 degrees out. You know, not terrible. Well, I'll be down here in, in you know only 60 degree and 65, 70 degree weather. So I'll uh, I'll say a prayer for you guys up there. Make sure Dude, you I'm stay so warm. Jealous. So jealous, Brennan. Don't worry, I'll be back up. I'm back up on Monday. <laughs> you know what? Just right. stay. Just stay, Brendan. Just stay. Stay forever. <laughs> oh, it'd be like what? the Florida Georgia Line, the crappy Florida Georgia Line song. If I told you I loved you, what if I it. Actually, like the original one is amazing by Blackstone Cherry because it's it's a cover. The original one by mm. Blackstone Cherry. Mm. Chef's kiss. Florida Georgia Brennan Line, t- not that much. Brennan tidbits there. Yeah, I know. know that. Shout out Mikey Tidbits, who's decided, who's who's still on his extended parental. <laughs> Boys, I have bad news. Speaking of tidbits, I have bad news. So, uh, I get home, and I see our duffing up hat on the floor. It is a green hat, and there is zero duffing up patch on it. Norm took the patch and ate just the patch. Left the hat perfect. No. Uh, I could Good. not believe it. Could not believe it. Um, Looks like we're gonna have to get you another one. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll send you the. Uh, I'll send you the cash, and uh, we'll get. We gotta get another one. We gotta be. It'll be our first up on a purchase. You know. Oh no, we're we're talking with uh, with one of our one of the one of our guys down in uh, down from Florida. Well, uh, does a hat company, so we might be doing a maybe in a couple maybe in a, a couple months maybe do an actual purchase of like a couple hats and you know start giving them around and everything like that yeah so boys i got a teaser for next week too someone uh-uh. asked the most absurd frustrating heated heated debate starting question and it yes it is about food that i have ever heard i'm excited and i cannot wait to see what you guys have to say so next week we're supposed to have on the Cape Cod golf guys. So once again, keeping it local, I'm very excited for it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I am now, that was an ultimate teaser right there, Tim. I'm very happy you did that. Oh, oh. Thank you. all right. Well, what a podcast tonight. Unbelievable. So happy. We got to be thankful for everything that we're thankful for. And finally, boys, especially, especially thankful for all our listeners, by the yes. way. Yes, you've made yes, it this far. Yes. Brendan, you right. have made it this far. Yeah, I know. This one went longer than we expected, if I'm being honest. We thought this was going to be a nice little quickie, but we went forever. I love it. Um, but yes, please, if you are a first-time listener, we appreciate you. Please like, subscribe, 
do anything you rate it give us five stars if you didn't like it don't give us one stars just don't rate it just don't rate it if you didn't like it that much but if you loved it give us five stars follow us on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube anywhere you get your podcasting platform follow us there and we are so happy that you are in the duff and up family you are a duff daddy slash duff mama whichever way you want to go and uh we will see you next week everyone so get on out there and duff it up play better baby happy thanksgiving Thanksgiving. happy thanksgiving i'm thankful for each and every one of you thankful for you brendan for making this podcast this is great oh